Hello and welcome to episode 578 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on first Saturday, July 1st, 2023 in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today is the feast of the most precious blood and July is dedicated to the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. France needs the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. We all need to be washed in the blood of the Lamb. If you've seen the pictures, although they try to obscure things, don't they? The corporate media kind of been downplaying what's been going on in France. Or they'll they'll call it a, a protest. right? Someone was... Uh, was killed. A teenager evidently was killed by the police. Not sure the particulars of that, uh, if it was justified or not, but be that as it may, whether or not it was justified, nothing uh, justifies rioting and burning things down and vandalizing and shooting at people and beating people up and all this other stuff. But of course, the corporate media will say, well, it's protests or they just won't cover it at all. Where the problem is, the problem that you'll never heard talked about on NBC Nightly News or CNN or any other television outlet, is because France, like a lot of the rest of the world, stopped practicing the Catholic faith. And now 9% of their country is Muslim because they've imported hordes of people from different countries who hate them. This is what happens when you stop practicing the faith. They're importing people into their country who hate them and will eventually take over if something radical does not change. I'm reading online about calls for Emmanuel Macron to step down for the military to take over because sane people want peace, they want normalcy, they want safety. And if you've been on Twitter or anywhere else online outside of the mainstream, what's happening in France right now is completely bonkers. And it's only going to get worse unless something decisively happens or there's some sort of miraculous intervention. That's why, of course, we have to pray the rosary every day that's why we ask France, we ask our Lord to bathe France in your, in your most precious blood, Lord, because Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer for every problem in the world. Donald Trump famously said several years ago when he was running for president, I wouldn't go to France because France is no longer France. France is no longer France. I know my Donald Trump isn't great, but... Man, he was hilarious when he was running for president. But it's true. You know, people don't want to go to France anymore because it's so dangerous. And if you've gone there in the past, God bless you. If you went there, you know, especially 20 years ago or 30 years ago when it was a lot more normal. Now they've imported people who are Muslim, who hate the Catholic Church, who don't appreciate French culture 
and want to take it over. And it's kind of a, a mathematical um, certainty unless something drastic changes in the very near future. The Muslims are having children. The Catholics or former Catholics aren't. Because of the embrace by Catholics in the 1960s and 70s of the birth control pill and abortion, and they stopped practicing the faith, and that goes hand in hand to the Novus Ordo undermining the faith of so many Catholics. France, like the rest of Europe, is being taken over by Muslims. We have to pray for the conversion of Muslims, of course. We don't hate Muslims. We don't hate anyone. Jesus says, love your enemies and do good to those who persecute you. But you also have to protect yourself. You have to protect your family. You have to protect your country. The French aren't doing that, so they're being overrun right now. Their cities are in flames as we speak. And on TV, they're showing the Tour de France and trying to pretend like everything's normal. Unbelievable. That's the problem with the mainstream media and why people have to dig many times deep into the internet to figure out what's actually happening in the world because there's a narrative that you see on television. It's a, a godless narrative, a materialistic narrative, a globalist narrative, an anti-logos narrative. And what do I mean by that? Well, Dr. E. Michael Jones talks about the main conflict in history between logos and anti-logos. The logos is the word, the word of God, our Lord Jesus Christ. And you either accept who he is and that changes your life radically for the better or you don't and you rebel against that. And that's seen right at the cross, right at our Lord's crucifixion. Dismas, the good thief. There was a, a father, Dismas, my dad talks about, who taught at uh, Bishop Time in high school in South Buffalo, New York, years ago, Father Diz. But Dismas, the good, good thief, knew that he was guilty, knew that he was a criminal, knew that he deserved to be executed, deserved punishment. Knew that Jesus was a decent man, though, a good man. Of course, he is the God-man, the perfect man. Dismas knew that our Lord did not deserve the cruel, vicious punishment he had received. Now, the bad thief, he tells our Lord, if you're, if you're God, why don't you, you save yourself? So that's the conflict there. Dismas, the good thief, good thief accepts Logos. He accepts the word of God. He accepts Jesus is true to his word, is the truth incarnate. He's looking at truth as he's dying in agony. Remember Pontius Pilate in the scripture says, what is truth? When he was looking truth in the eye, literally, our Lord Jesus Christ. The bad thief doesn't accept our Lord. That's anti-logos. That's rebellion. He opposed our Lord.
And what does Jesus say to this man who, you know, we, we don't know what he did, but he claimed he was deserving of his punishment, Dismas. But Dismas, Dismas says, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And what does our Lord say? Who is truth itself? Who is mercy itself? He says, amen, I say to you today, this day you will be with me in paradise. Because Dismas accepts Logos. Well, fast forward 2,000 years, fast forward to any time in human history and any person. Do we accept Logos? Do the French, do they accept our Lord? Or do they reject our Lord? Do you accept our Lord? Do you accept the Logos? Are you like Dismas? the good thief or are you like the bad thief who mocks our Lord or is indifferent to our Lord? You might say, well, I'm a good person, right? I don't cheat on my wife. I pay my taxes. Well, we're not called to do the bare minimum. It's just kind of skate by in the spiritual life. Jesus wants everything from us. Because he's the author of life. He's given us everything. We have to give everything back to him in return because everything we have is his. All of our time, all of our talent, all of our treasure, it's really not ours. It's his. It's on loan to us. Are we going to be good stewards of it or not? Do we accept the Logos? Do we accept his most precious blood on this date, this July 1st, reserved as the feast of his most precious blood? And where do we receive Jesus and his most precious blood, his body, his soul and divinity at the Holy Mass? At the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. So are we attending Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation as we're called to do in the Third Commandment? Logos, the word, do we accept who Jesus is or do we make our own rules in life? Do we come up with our own pronouns? Men who want to be called she or they. I was reading recently that in Michigan, they're trying to pass some sort of legislation where you can get fined for not using someone's correct pronouns or the pronouns they want you to address them. This is complete and utter madness. Can you imagine even five years ago, this, this being a, a serious thing? And now it is being proposed as, yes, this, this is the latest insanity. The latest insanity is if men want to be called women and women want to be called men or they or whatever, can it get any more weird than that? And the, the mutilation of teenagers? 
the mutilation of the genitals, the, the mutilation of breasts, the removing breasts from young women. And these, these poor souls end up regretting it. And many end up committing suicide or being unable to have children because they were mutilated when they were teenagers. What do you think the Logos thinks of that? What do you think our precious Lord, who shed every drop of his divine blood for you and for me and for everyone who will ever exist, what do you think he thinks about that? So there is only one solution for the French who are watching in horror and trying to escape the terror, this new French revolution as their cities burn. It's the same solution for the French that it is for the Italians, for the Irish, for the Russians, for the Nigerians, for the Japanese, for the Australians. For everyone, repent and believe in the gospel. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. It bears repeating. There is no political, economic, or military solution for what is happening in the world. The world needs Jesus. So pray that rosary every single day. Today is first Saturday. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the beautiful, perfect intercession of Our Lady of Fatima and St. Joseph and all the angels and saints. I've been listening to a podcast recently. It's very intriguing called The Exorcist Files. And uh, a Canadian exorcist, I believe his name is Father Carlos Martins. And he has a fascinating story in and of his, his own right. He was uh, an atheist, but uh, was shown a great deal of kindness by some Catholic college students when he was in college. He eventually became not only uh, a Catholic and a Catholic priest, but an exorcist. And the he's opened up his his files, so to speak. He's op opened up his vault. He says he actually has a, a vault of uh, various case files. And of course, the names are changed to protect anonymity and such. But he wants people to know that the spiritual realm is very real. And angels and demons do exist. And um, in, in dramatized fashion, with names changed, the um, events, uh, the demonic... Um, possessions that he's been a part of, that he's worked against, that he's, he's uh, prayed against, are carried out during the course of that show. And he um, interspersed with his commentary. It's, it's fascinating. But the spiritual world, friends, is very real. And in our materialistic culture, we've been going for so long now trying to pretend that, you know, there's only the pursuit of wealth, pleasure, power, and fame. And where has that gotten us? Well, cities in France on fire, cities in America on fire back in 2020 and still, you know, centers of abortion, murder, madness, and mayhem. The solution isn't getting another booster shot. 
the solution isn't another immoral and experimental gene therapy. The solution isn't another politician with another scam. The federal elections here in the, the United States of America are a complete joke anyway. They're rigged for the Democrats. And the Republicans aren't much better in what they're offering, but obviously anyone with uh, a modicum of common sense realizes that Joe Biden didn't get 81 million votes in 2020 and he wasn't the most popular politician who's ever lived. The man can barely walk and talk. That election was stolen. So there is no progress outside of the moral order. There is no political solution for what's happening in the world. Jesus is the answer. Period. And until the world converts in mass to the Catholic faith and Catholics who are away from the faith come home, will continue to spiral out of control. And there will just be more and more chaos. One of the uh, demons identified himself as confusion to Father Martins. The world is very confused. And Jesse Romero said that uh, a demon associated with Los Angeles, California called himself the demon of unreality. Isn't that what we're living in now, friends? A state of confusion and unreality where men pretend to be women, women pretend to be men. Young people mutilate their bodies. Doctors, medical doctors who are supposed to uphold the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm are mutilating our young people, are murdering babies in their mother's womb. God, help us. Lord, please wash us in your most precious blood on this feast of the most precious blood. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we trust in you. Goodbye, friends, and God love you.